Assalamu alaikum guys I am Atiba your host at Soulful Productivity podcast ideas to live and work at your best and find joy in a way that aligns with the values of Islam so hope you all had a lovely Eid This is a solo episode today because Hidaya has gone on a holiday to meet her family Hidaya I hope you have a lovely time there and I look forward to have you in the next episode Today's topic is about the book The Productive Muslim by Muhammad Faris. I will not say that this is a review kind of episode because I believe that all of us like different things and so better than reviewing I just like to discuss what this book is about. This is especially important because this book is one of the main inspirations for this podcast as Hida and I have mentioned before I think you can guess from the title that this book is somewhat similar to the topic of this podcast social productivity is also about living and working at your best and also in a way that is islamically oriented and the title of the book will tell you that it is also quite similar it's about being productive as a muslim so uh, i have the book with me right here and i will talk about it now basically this book is divided into three sections it's about spiritual productivity physical productivity and social productivity for me personally uh social productivity is a topic that i've never heard of and spiritual productivity is also not something we hear very often and if you go through this book you will find that uh, as the author tells us most of uh, the western books on this topic the science oriented books they mostly talk about the physical productivity because of course there's no spiritual element uh, when it comes to science and also social productivity is very much overlooked in our today's world of uh, getting as far as we can and only looking for ourselves anyway moving on from there all these three sections are further divided into three elements which is energy focus and time this is because uh, the definition of uh, productivity as the author tells it is that Uh, you have to use your energy focus and time in an optimal manner that is why everything he talks about spiritual physical and social productivity all of these things are divided into how to for example manage your spiritual energy your spiritual focus and your spiritual time and it will be the same for the physical and the social productivity elements one insight that this book gives is that uh it is not about just productivity in this world the author tells us that we should become productive which is to say we, we should utilize our energy focus and time in a way that we can maximize our rewards in the hereafter so the focus in here is very much on uh how to live a better life not so you can just enjoy your life but also so that you can uh make use of it uh, and inshallah get rewards for it in the hereafter that's it the basic overview of the book and now i'd like to tell you why uh, this book is so important 
to me and why it was so influential for me personally firstly i will say that this book taught me a few important concepts some of them i'd already heard through a podcast or something but many of them were things that i heard for the first time when i read this book and they kind of really changed my mindset about this whole productivity thing and how i want to lead my life and also this question we have uh, as muslims in today's world and the question that we in soul for productivity try to answer which is to say how do you balance your religion with being productive and, and all the work and other demands of this world firstly i learned about intentions which is to say that um of course we are always said that we should uh, try to worship allah as much as possible but we do know that it is not always possible for us i mean you may be busy you may have other things to do and really saying that uh, you should just give up all of that is a wrong advice that unfortunately some people propagate in islam and which makes us feel like uh, we can never be that religious and uh, we can never be that good of a muslim because actually in islam it's i will say it's the only religion which allows people to pursue the uh, duties and the things that we need to do in this world regardless of how religious you are because in other religions be it christianity be it hinduism uh, the the leaders of their religious community be it the pope be it the sadhus in hinduism or be it the monks in buddhism they have to give up all their worldly pursuits they have to give up their wealth their families and everything meanwhile in islam this concept is almost prohibited we are never told to give up all these things if anything we are told to be good to be a good worker to be good with our families to maintain good relationships uh, to earn the income that we need to feed ourselves and our families and all of our prophets are an example of this because all of them had families all of them did work to earn money and to feed themselves none of them were these people who gave up their positions that's a profound insight in and as of itself but which is sometimes easy to forget uh, especially when you hear how much you should worship or how much some people worship allah and it just kind of makes you doubtful so one thing that really was a game changer for me that i found through this book is the value of intentions you see in islam if you set an intention behind everything you do that you are doing this for the sake of allah then guess what it's considered a kind of worship so if you are going to work you don't think that you are only doing this to earn the money if instead of that you shifted your focus and said that i am doing this in order to earn money so that i can feed myself and my family and live my life in a way that pleases allah then inshallah you will get your reward for it we just need to learn this art to set our intentions correct before we do anything this also applies to eating sleeping everything can be given an intention of uh, pleasing allah so that it gets counted as a worship as a kind of worship inshallah
so apart from this uh, another section of this book that really hooked me in was about waking early because this is a struggle that i've had for a long time i managed to wake up for fajr but that's only until i can uh, do the fajr prayer i can't wake up earlier than that for tahajjud and i also cannot stay awake afterwards i just go right back to sleep and once i do that i really cannot uh, i was really unable to get up later on and no matter how many ideas i tried i was still still failing at it so i did know that if i had to stay awake i will need to stay awake from fajr itself and that was uh, really difficult for me to imagine because i was worried about sleep deprivation and how much awful i will feel for the rest of the day but in this book the author talks about how if you are doing something for the sake of allah he will only make it easier for you and you will get a better quality of sleep even if you sleep less if it is for allah if uh, instead of if you are to sleep uh, many long hours but it was for your own sake so this uh, firstly started me on to this concept and then the author talks about other things related to this and this is actually very simply a profound concept which is the concept of baraka i think many of us know of this through money or food like you say that uh, you should have baraka in the wealth you earn or the food you eat but i i don't think that many of us extend this concept to the other areas of our life but actually baraka is a lot more universal than your wealth or your food baraka is in everything it applies to your sleep it applies to the work you do it applies to everything that way you can really stop worrying about all these things like how will you ever have enough time to do both your work and your worship you can stop worrying about how you will find the money to do all your zakat and instead of that you you can just start having trust in allah because if allah wills all of us have the same 24 hours in the day and yet some people are able to utilize them more beneficially than others be it from a worldly perspective or an islamic one so really as long as we keep worrying about how will you ever find the time for it uh, you will actually not find the time for it meanwhile if you start trusting allah and if you start utilizing your time in ways that will please allah inshallah you will get more baraka in your time and you will be able to do more stuff in the same amount of time so really as simple as these concepts sound uh, they really changed my life and my perspective i started reading this book trying to understand how to do this thing that i had in my mind which is to say be both productive and do it in a way that i am also able to worship allah that's the only uh, intention for me for getting into this and as an extra it was that maybe i will find some insights on how i can utilize my own knowledge of productivity uh, and merge it with islamic knowledge in order to have a blog about it or a podcast which we have now but all these concepts they made this book a lot more valuable for me 
and they gave me a lot more insights than i was hoping for and or that i could have even expected because once you begin seeing your life in this way you will stop worrying about how to balance uh, this modern lifestyle with islam and uh, you will stop uh, thinking of where you should choose islam and where you should choose the world because you will be able to see the ways in which you can merge these two and the ways in which islam helps rather than hinders your growth in work and life so that's it a very short overview of the book called the productive muslim and if you are able do get your copy and read it i'm sure you'll find it helpful also i hope that i have piqued your curiosity regarding these concepts of baraka and setting intentions because that's what our next episodes not one but two of them are going to be about starting with how to set intentions for everything anyway that's it for today do check out our facebook page and blog the link to it will be in the description also if you are finding this podcast helpful a subscribe would be great assalam alaikum and i will see you in the next one